Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Edges in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about season four, episode three, In the Beginning. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. First of all, so we, we go out as like the same friends that I, or one of them, like, he like left early, but uh, same friends that I go out to karaoke with. Mm. So first we were at this one bar, uh, we were at Old Soul, and then like he like met me there. Uh, we like walked over to another bar to Peabody's, and um, first of all, I had ne- I don't we're only ever there on Thursdays for karaoke, and it's usually very sparse. Eh, sometimes it's a little bit more than others, but like depending on weather, I guess. Like we, we went during that one time where it was like a snow, like crazy, like the first big snowstorm, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was there already, and I walk, and then I like uh, I had gotten there before the snow really started, and then I look over, and my friend walks in, and he's got long hair and a mustache and a beard, and he's just covered. He looks like Santa, like he's just <laughs> covered in snow, <laughs> and he just like, and his coat is covered, and he just kind of like shakes <laughs> like the like just snow just like shifts off of him um but so we were, we're only over there on thursdays so we just like we're like let's go see what a saturday is like we walk in and it's fucking packed like it is like sardines people like mm-hmm. craziness and there's a band loud it was so loud in there and i like opened the door and i was just like oh my god like i close it again like what <laughs> like what did we walk into what are we getting ourselves into so i like kind of try to sidle up to the corner of the bar to like get the bartender's one. attention <laughs> Here. i'll have one more root beer please <laughs> man <laughs> so i'm like sidling up to the corner of the bar and I, like, I know the bartender at this point from, like, karaoke as he runs it. And I'm like, he's he'll get to me when it's so busy. Like, I'll just, like, try to catch his eye at some point And maybe he'll, like, remember what I usually get or something, you know, or, like, well, I'll, I'll get him in a second. Uh, then there's this girl who's always there on Thursdays uh, she, that I kind of make eye contact with across the bar. And she, like, points. And, like, she's like... <laughs> she's like oh my god it's patricia and your friend oh my god and like she runs over to us like pa- like go- like bobbing and weaving through people like and i was just like ooh, 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 like wedging her way through <laughs> and she like it's like move i gotta get to that like, and uh she goes over and gives us like big hugs and like she's like already like pretty drunk so but like yeah. it was very funny uh-huh. that um like she like she was like you're actually here on like a day that's not a thursday you know? <laughs> like, like you're not here for karaoke you're on a saturday like what are you doing i'm like what are you doing here but it was it was very funny her just like reaction when she caught my eye was just like point and like ah! <laughs> i don't know if i'd handle that very well <laughs> Yes. Um, 
That's kind of close to a woo girl. It was a little <laughs> close to a woo girl moment, but it wasn't like everybody says a thing and then woo or like whatever. It was just kind of like she like, oh my god, like you're here. <laughs> That's I, I mean um, yeah. somewhere between woo, woo girl, I suppose, and like drunk bathroom girl. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Have you ever had an experience with a drunk? I've been the drunk bathroom girl sometimes. Drunk bathroom girl is if that's what I think is, is, that's what you're well, talking about. Well, drunk bathroom girl is usually like a very affirming experience. Okay. When yes. you, when you meet the drunk bathroom girl, <laughs> crying. No, or, no, 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 no. More no. like no. This is like a, like at a, at a party or at a bar. Drunk bathroom girl is like you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like or like, like they think that they know you or like, like they're yeah, like, and or they're like or or like if you're like like. Having like an emotional time, they're like, leave them. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, is there a guy out there that you're like hiding from right now? Like, you are worth so. I have no idea who you are. You are, are worth, worth so, so much, much more. <laughs> there was a TikTok where this girl was in a stall and she was having a conversation with all the other pe- ladies that were in the <laughs> stalls next to her. She was like, so, like, what should I do? And they were like, they were like, leave them. Like, get, <laughs> like, get ass. your ass out of there. <laughs> All right, I will. I will. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Like drunk bathroom girls often like, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, 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 I have no idea. I love you, (laughs) Randall. Thank you. I've definitely been drunk bathroom girl before, though. (laughs) Who are you? It was there. It was somebody that I know, though, and like she was like, uh, she wasn't like upset or anything, but I was just like, oh my god, like. <laughs> it wasn't you're, you're amazing. amazing. It was just like, oh my god, how are you? Like I haven't seen you in so long. Like how are you doing? She's like, you know, what? I'm doing good. I'm like, good. That's so great. Like <laughs> you just served the and, world. And often is very like very complimentary of your outfit mm-hmm, and how you mm-hmm. look. And if you need to, and like is like, do you need a tampon or like do you need a tampon <laughs> or like you know I can help you with your makeup or, mm-hmm. yeah, or, yeah, whatever, yeah. or whatever and like giving life advice <laughs> <laughs> that they never follow themselves in real life yeah. because they are they they are like. <laughs> they're because they're drunk in a bathroom and <laughs> like suddenly possessed of this spirit. <laughs> <laughs> You've been chosen to be drunk yeah. in a bathroom girl for the night, <laughs> or even just in this moment. In this moment, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> to give to give affirming life advice to the other <laughs> yes. people in the bathroom. <laughs> You are now like an oracle. Like yeah, you've been, yes, you've been yeah. chosen it's for this very, moment. It's a very oracle divinatory prophecy moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second funny thing that happened was this: it was like my friend on the left, me in the middle, and then there was this guy on my right, and he just kind of turns to us and starts talking, and I'm like, <laughs> oh boy, he's like super drunk, but um, he just starts talking to both of us like as if he knows us already, <laughs> and I couldn't tell if he thought we were somebody else. <laughs> and he was like, oh my god, like, you're here, like, how are you? Haven't seen you in so long. Like, uh-huh. and we're like, uh-huh. And, but he said something about, about my friend's long hair, and um, he was like, oh, I could never pull off, like, long hair. Like, your your hair is so cool. And he's like, thank you. Uh, you you could. Like, I'm sure you'd look great with it. Like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> We were just like chatting with him for a minute, and I'm like, I, I kept like putting a hand up to on the side of my face, like to my friend. I'm like, would you, who, what are we doing? What? I was like, who is, who is this? And who is what is happening right now? <laughs> putting the wrong hand up, <laughs> and he's like, you can see your mouth. Like, so, uh, like, what is even happening right now? And my friend's like, I don't know. And then this guy's like, hey, what are you drinking? I'm like, well, nothing yet. I mean, the, I'm waiting for to get to catch a bartender's eye, you know, the, uh, 
I don't know, like I was planning on maybe getting myself something like a person does, you know, and, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, no, 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 what are you getting? I'll, I'll, I'll get you a drink. I was like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Who are you? Who are you? But like, um, and we were, and my friend was like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, no, no, we're, we're, and he was like, no, 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 seriously, like, and he got the bartender's attention. It was like, whatever they want, like, get them that. And like, I'll, I'll put it them. on my tab. Yeah, it was very that. But, um, <laughs> everyone, drinks are on me. <laughs> I should be like, drinks are on this guy. Woo <laughs> But he, he was Another like, round of the house. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah, like, uh, you want, and he was like, what do you want? And I was like, well, I was going to get myself a cider. And my friend was like, I was going to get a, a beer, like a, a Lagunitas or something. So then he like, hey, bartender. One one beer and one cider, and <laughs> he brought him over, and he, this guy paid for it. And then he was like, "Hey, have a good night, guys," and walked away. It wasn't like he was going to hang off of us for the whole night like a drunk person, like thinking that we were friends of his. He was just like, "Hey, like, cheers, have a good night, guys," and walked away to go like listen to the band. And my friend and I turned to each other with our drinks. It was just like, cheers? Like, what it just <laughs> like, happened? Weird trickster deity. We, but like, very... pretending to be drunk and then be like, okay. I'll make some chaos happen, but like, in a good just way. Like, like, like I'm, I'm going to see if these people acknowledge that they don't know me. Yeah. We'll see if, I, <laughs> like, if I can pretend that I think that I know them, how the, what, what are like, they going to do? How are they going to react? Yeah. We're, we were like, what is going on? And, <laughs> and then we have our drinks, like, and I was just, Cheers, I guess. Like, and, uh, we were like, what? I get, I mean, drunk people, I don't know. I don't I get know. it. But have a good night, guys. Leaves. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, um, it just, it was a weird night. It was just like, um, again, like one, one thing after another. But did it was s- fun. Did he say any weird things that, uh, don't make sense for this time period. <laughs> he wasn't a time traveler, I don't think. <laughs> Did he say something that was like, well, so-and-so hasn't died yet, right? Are you really trying to t- no. tie it in? That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. No. <laughs> I don't no, I feel like know. bathroom girl, a drunk bathroom girl would be more of a, like, at a time, uh person to be like you walk into the bathroom and it's like she has like just appeared and like comes out of a stall and is like what year is it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you look so good (laughs) like i don't know you but (laughs) i've been bestowed with this power like it's just (laughs) i have been sent (laughs) i have been sent to tell you that you look great tonight (laughs) and you don't and he he doesn't deserve you (laughs) you deserve so much better (laughs) That is my calling, and it goes back into the stall, and then no, <laughs> and and you open it, and they're gone. Yep. <laughs> and the toilet has been flushed, and you're like, did they <laughs> <laughs> got it. down the toilet? So, speaking of the traveling <laughs> spirit of the bathroom girl. <laughs> we don't have a bathroom girl in this episode, though. This no. Well, no, it's we, a, we like a, a, the time we have, traveling. We have a traveling through time and space. Okay. As, as the spirit of the bathroom girl does. <laughs> Let's jump into today's episode, season four, episode three, in the beginning. So our writer today is Jeremy Carver. Jeremy Carver wrote Sin City, 
Oh, Very okay. Supernatural Christmas. Yes. Mystery Spot. Yeah. Yes. And Long Distance Call. Right. <laughs> so, hmm. a little fun array of quality there. So, like, some really interesting character work, some really interesting backstory stuff. Mystery Spot, our season three winner. Mm-hmm. Very good episode. Long Distance Call. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have some stickers in there sometimes. <laughs> it's true. Not everyone can be a winner. Can have some duds. <laughs> um, and our director Steve Boyum, who we remember from Crossroad Blues as as director, okay. and mm-hmm. and Dream a Little Dream of Me. Oh, okay. Both of which I think the directorial work was I think we, we thought was pretty good in, yeah. in both of those. So, in the beginning, we have then they want us to remember at the very 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 beginning of the show, <laughs> beginning beginning. Oh, do you remember when Meredith would say that? You'd be like from the beginning, the beginning beginning beginning. Right, because there's well, right, like the beginning of that section, section or beginning that. of the page, beginning of the whole piece of music. Yeah, was at the, from the beginning beginning. <laughs> Because we'd be, like, working on, like, a single section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, back to the beginning of that. Or like, beginning Next. of what? Beginning, beginning. Beginning, beginning. Set of uh, measures. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, so we're working with the tenors. Do it over. Back to the beginning. Back. Okay. Different section. Whatever. Okay. Everyone, we're going to do this section. Great. Back to the beginning. Beginning, <laughs> beginning. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying from the top. From the top. Yeah. Which is, like, an which actual is, music yeah, thing which that is, you say. Which means beginning, beginning. Like, yeah. That's the first thing that happens. I only know that because of the MP3 player. The MP3 player. The legendary MP3 player. Man, I wish that still worked. <laughs> Do we have it? I don't know. Do you have it? It might be in I, that bag. It was oh, given to me. After. Oh, and then you lost it. I think that was the story. Either I lost it or there's one place it might be, but I know that it was broken. Yes. That it, it would skip it would... songs and you couldn't the, go the, back the to The files them. probably were starting to get yeah. corrupted. Yeah. It would go that, from like those things 8 are not to 200 for, something. Right. Those things, uh, probably a number of those files were corrupted by mm-hmm. that point. There is file degradation on like USB drives, and I'm sure that ran on some some similar technology because it was old. Yeah, they're not meant for long term storage. You will get some degradation of those files. <laughs> this episode aired October second, two thousand eight. In the beginning, then beginning, beginning. <laughs> Mary and John. Mary and John. That night in 1983, when the yellow eyed demon dripped blood in baby Sammy's mouth, and, and then we see the yellow eyed demon showing Sam this. Mm-hmm. And She's like, it's you. Yeah, and we realized Mary knew the yellow-eyed demon yep. or recognized him. Mary was killed. Their house burned. We have uh, the yellow-eyed demon telling Sam that he's his favorite. We remember that this started John on a crusade to find and kill the yellow-eyed demon, and he raised the boys in that crusade. The yellow-eyed demon killed Jess and Mary. We see, we remember when we met Mary's ghost. Mm-hmm. She tells Sam she was she's sorry. And then we remember, much more recently, Castiel, Angel of the Lord, gripped Dean tight and raised him from perdition. We remember the cult. We're going all over the place. <laughs> I know. All over the map. Uh, remember the cult, the MacGuffin that can kill anything that Dean used to kill the yellow-eyed demon? Yeah, we see Dean killing the yellow-eyed demon. And then back to, why would an angel rescue Dean from hell? Because God commanded it. Because we have work for you. So now it's now. 
We're in a motel. It is nighttime. Nighttime. Dean is sleeping and Sam is awake. Wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> like he does. Um, he looks over at Dean sleeping and goes to leave. We're outside the motel and Ruby drives up in, I feel like it was like a weird, distinct looking car. I don't remember. I couldn't tell what the car it was. Okay. It Paula. No, no. It, was, it was like, oh, she stole a car. Like <laughs> this demon in new body like steals mm-hmm. a car. Um, Sam gets in. She asks if he's ready. And he says, definitely. Back in the motel, we see the headlights as the car pulls away. Dean, still asleep, on top of the blankets, dressed, using his coat as a blanket. Which is an interesting lack of security. Was previously we've we've seen him like you know under blankets, mm-hmm. um, in like a t-shirt and but with his like shoes off, you yeah, know, or like yeah. um, we've really, really only seen them like sleeping in their clothes with their boots on when they're expecting trouble, when they're like actively on the hunt for something. Mm-hmm. We've seen and them do. We've seen them they do that. Get up and jump out of bed and be ready for anything. Right. Uh, we've seen them do that around John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been that they just they had gotten back from something that was pretty tiring and just like passed out but with their clothes still on. Maybe, but this seems like Sam would have been tired too. This feels like a we're we're ready for anything, mm-hmm. but so. But but we're not setting this up as if they are on a hunt yeah. that they need to be ready for something. So there's just it's just there's an interesting lack of calm. Yeah. Here in... He's not being, like, vulnerable. Yeah. Like, he's... He's sleeping... Wait, he's got his boots on. Yeah. And, <laughs> and using his coat as a blanket. He's not under the covers. It's it, it j- just interesting, because we've seen him... We've seen him this not relaxed to sleep before. It's been in much more tense situations. And as we see him sleep, we start to see those flashes of red and hear the screaming. Nightmares of hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he startles awake, breathing hard. And then we hear Castiel's voice say, hello, Dean. And he starts <laughs> upright. I and love he's this, just sitting on the side of the bed. Yeah. This running gag is really funny. How startled people get when he's just like, hey, and just like appears. Cause, yeah, because he just like appears and, yeah. and, and he's sitting and Jesus. Up, he's yeah. like, how long has he been there? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why and Dean's like, you like watching people sleep, don't you? Yeah, yeah. he was like sitting there like. Just staring at him. Just watching yeah. him sleep. And so Castiel's like, Hello, Dean. What were you dreaming about? Were you dreaming about me? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, when he says it, he starts talking when he's facing away from Dean. Yeah, and then and he then says he it looks. as he turns to him. And his delivery is in such a way that suggests... He knows exactly what Dean was dreaming about. Yep. And, yeah, Dean to, you know, diffuse, deflect... The very intense <laughs> look Castiel is giving the him. The hand turn and look yeah. directly at Dean. Um, a little unnerving. Yeah. Uh, in the un- kind of unblinking turn and stare. Yeah, yeah, you get your freak on by watching other people sleep. What do you want? And uh, Castiel says, listen to me. You have to stop it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> stop, like, sleeping? Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Talking to my sleep? Like, <laughs> this whole episode, he's so vague. So cryptic. And no matter what Dean is like, what do you mean? He's like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, stop what? Castiel doesn't respond, but he reaches over and touches Dean on the forehead with two fingers, mm-hmm. causing him to close his eyes. The next thing we see, it is daytime. Daytime! <laughs> We are outside, on the street, 
and Dean wakes up on a bench. We hear and see a police officer says, like, move it, buddy, and, like, pokes Dean with a, like, club. And he's like, can't sleep here. And Dean's like, sleep where? (laughs) And he goes, anywhere but here. (laughs) (laughs) Dean's just like, what is going on? In a very, like, waking up from a nap so disoriented that you're like, what year is it? But he doesn't know to ask what year is it. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's like, where, where am I? What? 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 What's, what's going on? What's going on? Sleep where? Where am I? <laughs> where am I sleeping? <laughs> uh, so he sits up. He's on a bench on the street. So he's like, okay. So he gets his phone out, checks. I oh. love how he phone up at an eight at uh, like with on to one side, like to mm-hmm. the left, moves it to the right. Yeah. <laughs> no signal. Right. Yep. Never... That is what. That is <laughs> the that searching is, for a signal. That uh, has never worked. Well, no, but not for anyone on TV, and not for me in real life. Holding up your phone, like you're like, oh, there's no signal. No signal. Maybe <laughs> yeah, not if you're standing in the same spot. Right. You you just move your hand. You're you not even it. moving can, your body. Like, I can remember having one of those like early flip phones and like wandering around looking yes, for a yes, signal, but yeah, not but just not like, like huh. huh? huh? Yeah, <laughs> but that makes me question reception. How how does that work? And would it? Because do you need like a a plan on your phone to have reception? Well, there needs to be a cell tower in place. Yeah, so there. So, and there's, so that means that there's no cell towers here. No, no there were no cell phones. There was no, yeah, but was I was just thinking because there's because there's yeah there's like there are poles with wires right. For, like... For landline telephones. Yeah. And they don't need reception. Not like that. Not, okay. no, not like that. Um, although distance from... Like, there are things that can interfere with kind of, like, like with reception on wired calls. It's... Uh, but yet, it's a different technology yeah. um, using cell towers. There's there's no way he would have gotten mm-hmm. a, a signal or have been able to call anybody. Yeah. It's not like if he was standing on an, a pole... No, the no. the uh, the telephone wires have nothing to do with no. the cell okay. phone no. like that. Dean looks across the street, sees a diner, makes his way over to it. Now, in this scene, there are some very subtle things. I was going to say, they do give a significant shot on the bench as he leaves, and it yes. does say, uh, City of Lawrence Public Transit System. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they do tell us that this is the City of Lawrence, so, right. so he's in Lawrence. Yeah. And there's an ad on it. Yes. yes. So there's another big hint. So yeah, that, that's yeah. the big that's, hint yeah. right before the next scene. But before he gets up, there are some other subtle things that they've done in this in this scene. While he's like talking to the cop and looking at his phone, there is a woman who walks by behind him with some like Farrah Fawcett hair and bell bottoms. Yes. Looks across the street and there's like three classic cars mm-hmm. and another classic car drives by with like classic era rock playing. There's a barber shop right behind him that's very much like barber pole barber and it's, shop. And like, like all of this can be discounted as like small town. They use a lot of classic cars in this show. Flare bell bottom tight pants were making a comeback in the mid 2000s. Yep. And like the top she's wearing is not that far off from like a mid 2000s type of top. The way that they use lighting right here. It was. Similar to how everything was very saturated in the yeah. um, in Dream Little Dream of Me, I think, where it was all, it was like we're making fil- a different which, feeling, which, which may be like a, 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 a different direct, filter directorial or... choice to use a different a different filter to show you that something's different. But they, they were very subtle. Mm-hmm. But then Dean gets up, and we see that we're in Lawrence, this is, you know, Lawrence transit system, 
we also see on the bench, there's this big ad for tab. Yeah. Soda. Do you know what tab is? No. Have you ever had tab? No. Tab was Coca-Cola's first diet drink. So there there was, you know, Coca-Cola, but there was no Diet Coke yet when Tab was introduced. Mm. It was their first attempt at a diet soda. Um, it was sugar-free. It was, they, instead of, you know, sugar, they used saccharin, which is an artificial sweetener. Yeah. And a very distinctive taste. Okay. Um, introduced in 1963, it was very popular in the 60s and 70s. Uh, declined rapidly in popularity after the introduction of Diet Coke. Although very, you know, cult, like strong following who are like, you know, Tab was their favorite soda and they never like stopped drinking Tab um, until they had to because it was discontinued in 2020. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. I didn't um, I've never, I don't, I've never had Tab. I don't know that I've ever actually seen Tab. And when I was watching this episode, I saw that ad and like I knew, I knew the brand name Tab, but I wasn't even sure if I, I wasn't even sure if it was like a soda or like, like I knew the brand name Tab. I knew I had some association with artificial sweetener. So I was like, like trying to remember if this was like another, like a sweet and low, right. like it, like, you know, one of those little, one of the Slightly other less. split, like other color packets yeah, yeah, at yeah, a cool. diner. So I looked it up and, and uh, Coca-Cola's first diet drink. Um, I asked both mom and dad, I showed I showed mom and dad the, the screen cap. Like, okay, if you woke up on a bench <laughs> you saw and this saw this ad? ad, would you think something was up? And they're like, tab. Wow. I've not seen, I haven't seen tab. For, and both of them agree. It was awful. <laughs> 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 truly terrible, terrible soda. Which is the kind of thing that like, do you think if Dean had like actually been like, if he would registered that, would he have been like, hey, wait, uh, wait a second. Like, yeah, I mean, he might've registered it as, weird but probably just like brushed it off as like right. like like an old ad or just like kind of something kind of weird like a retro rebranding of something right because or... it was still around you could still get it but like not that you would ever see it advertised but like most of this like thing that like, he's just kind of not clocking the, yeah. the strangeness a lot of it can kind of be brushed off as like small town mm-hmm. this is like a small town downtown um, and he's so still kind of delirious. Like, he's, yeah, he's disoriented. He's yeah, disoriented. He's, he's just woken up. He doesn't know what's going on. He was in bed in, in a motel and it was nighttime. Now he's he's on, he's on a street and it's daytime. Very weird. So he heads into the Jaybird Diner across the street. He sits at the counter, rubs his eyes, and there he sits next to or near a uh, young man with black hair and leather jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or was it? I don't think he's wearing a leather jacket. I think he's wearing. Is it like a jean jacket? Like a, like a canvas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Canvas jacket. Yeah. Um, rambling man, rambling rambling man, by the Almond Brothers, Almond Brothers band, which came out in 1973. Is on the radio when he walks in. Yep. So he sits down and he's like, "Hey, where the hell am I?" To this guy, <laughs> and the guy looks up and says, "Jaybird's Diner," and. Dean's like, no, like, city and state. Like, where? Where the fuck am I? And, and this man says, Lawrence, Kansas. And Dean's like, Lawrence. And the man's like, you okay, buddy? It's like, you obviously not. Like, <laughs> and, and Dean's like, tough night. So so the young man, like, calls, he's like, like orders Dean a coffee. Can we get a coffee over here? Like, this guy needs a fucking coffee. <laughs> this guy needs some help. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a coffee. And then Dean pulls out his phone 
and he's like, can you tell me where he gets some reception on this thing? And he, does he like, do, 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 like flip it open or does he open it with his hand? I don't remember. I, I don't remember if he flips it open, but he, it is like a flip phone that, it's is, a flip that, phone, that he shows it open. And this man scoffs and goes, USS Enterprise. <laughs> and Tintin's like, wow. okay, jerk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like is it, he, if, but, and, and it was so funny because, because like we're in, been, in Dean's present, there were flip phones. But if you did that today, you might get a be, similar response. Exactly. Because it would be very like, <laughs> like that's so old. Yeah, like like it's what is Enterprise? Like, like instead of like it's futuristic, it's like that is so old yeah. that you could be on Star Trek. Like, but, like and 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 the very like obviously you watch Star Trek and you're a nerd. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So not very helpful for Dean. No. Very much no, confusing. Very, like, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Like, okay. Fuck you too. But like, yeah. so, uh, this, this young man who called the, uh, the waiter by name Reg, uh, brings the coffee. He is wearing a paisley shirt and fur vest situation. Mm-hmm. And he's got long hair and big glasses. Mm-hmm. But again, like, like if I saw someone wearing this, I wouldn't necessarily, I like, oh, you're funky. Yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily clock it as wrong. If I saw a whole diner. Well, that's the just, thing. So he's like, thanks, like, for the coffee. And then he, uh, and he looks at this man and he goes, like, nice threads. He says, you know, Sonny and Cher broke up, right? And the, and the young man sitting next to him, Sonny and Cher, Cher broke, broke up? up? And Dean looks and then, and then, around. And, then, and, and the guy across from him, all, they're all, and like, so the young man and Reg, like, look at each other like, what? So is that, like, Cher the singer? Yes. Yeah, so, and, and her, Sonny and Cher. duo. Odd. Big uh, it music duo. Familiar, of course, yeah, just share. You know, share. share. Sonny and Share were a, a huge sensational duo around this time. But yeah, saying like, "Hey, like, nice, nice outfit." But like, did from, you know that, the, that was are, like, you're you're like from that era? Or, like, you like, do you, know that they broke up, and that like you don't need to keep wearing shit yeah. like that because it's the two thousands. He's like, Sonny and Share broke up. He looks around and. He sees like a man in a very seventies suit. Kind of, it's the, the not not like full length, like long hair, but like the very full there's a lot hair, of poofy hair. Very not like, not eighties poofy, but like the the feathered, not yeah. not yeah, yeah, the teased. Yeah, yeah. the brush underneath it, and very round brush, like made into voluminous, mm-hmm. but not like F- frizz frizz big. frizz tease. Yeah, yeah. It w- and uh, there's like a woman in like a turtleneck sweater thing with like a little skirt and tall boots mm-hmm. or like um and like a lot of 70s haircut you there's know? a lot of wood paneling yeah 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 <laughs> remember when you wanted your garden made of wood <laughs> remember when you wanted to have a belt <laughs> <laughs> this is great it needs a belt <laughs> and he's yeah it's this slow look around the diner as he's starting to clock these things um and then he turns back to the young man who is like turned away from Dean yeah. and is reading the paper like, "All right, buddy, <laughs> you have your coffee that I got you." But like, you, so, you need so, so from from this guy's perspective, Dean was like, "Sonny and Cher broke up," and they're like, "Like what?" And then he like didn't respond and like stared around the coffee shop, <laughs> like the diner, and like they're like, "Okay, so like, he's acting okay." Weird. <laughs> this guy might be on drugs. Like, yeah. <laughs> who knows? So get this this young man has the paper out, and Dean reads over his shoulder 
Which is also funny. Right, he's looking around and then he like peeks over, like reading over <laughs> shoulder ends. Yeah. He's like, if he's like, holding the newspaper, like, um, 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 ex- like, do you see all space? Do you see right next to him? Yeah. He's like, excuse me? Bubble, dude, <laughs> what <laughs> is like, your problem? He's having a time. And he reads, like, wide eyes, like, read it. Yeah, he's like, he reads, Nixon accepts resignation of the dot 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 dated April 30th, 1973. And he kind of mouths right along with yeah. it as he's reading. It's like, 1973. The door to the diner opens, and we hear somebody go, hey, Winchester! They both and turned they around. they both turned to look. Oh, it's so cute. That's, and, uh, of, of course, is a Back to the Future yes. nod. Oh. That, because, remember, Back to the Future. McFly. Or whatever. And yeah, McFly. and McFly is when Biff comes in. And both he, because he, he unknowingly has sat next to George, mm-hmm. and they both turn. Very cute. Yes. So this man who walks in is like, son of a bitch, how you doing, corporal? To the young man sitting next to Dean. This young man says like, hey, Mr. D. And this man, Mr. D, says, I heard you were back a little, little while now. And he goes, good to have you home, John. Yeah. I knew it when I yeah, was yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah. And like, Dean goes like, Dad? Yeah, and, and Dean is following this old thing, and he's staring, staring wide-eyed, if like, Dad? he had Dad? said that a little louder, that would so <laughs> Good to see you, John. Dad? Dad? <laughs> like, we're the same age, and, and also, John is what? Like, John's looking at him like, um, <laughs> are you my dad? <laughs> like, um, Gorgug, just like, oh my God. Like, everyone is his dad. Are you my freaking dad? <laughs> this man, Mr. D, says, like, say hello to your old man for me. And John's like, you got it. And then Dean is just staring (laughs) at John. And he's like, do we know each other? And Dean kind of, like, takes a second and he's like, I guess not. So he turns weird. back to his coffee. It's, it's a very weird interaction because, like, John finishes this interaction with Mr. D and turns and, and Dean has been staring <laughs> at him. Like, how long have you been with, staring at me? Yeah, I didn't yeah, notice at first. But. With, with the widest eyes. It's like, Do I know you? <laughs> this guy is on drugs for sure. Yeah. It's like, what do you see? Sand, sir. Nothing but sand. <laughs> <laughs> like... Wow. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're hallucinating. And then John is like, take it easy, pal. <laughs> <He> definitely <laughs> weirded out. <laughs> Gets up to leave. And Dean watches him and then looks away yeah. when John starts to turn to look because yeah. he knows Dean yes. is watching him. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like about to turn to look like over his shoulder, like, I know that motherfucker is looking at me. And he's then he like oh, turns back to his coffee. Like, he's staring at me. I know he's staring at <laughs> he's me. He's right behind me, isn't he? No. <laughs> And Dean is, is sitting there at the diner counter in just, like, panicked just confusion. completely stiff, like, just shoulders like, like, hmm. like how do I process this information? And then we go to... Theme. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> it doesn't work. It's like, it's like, well, there's wings and there's, like, kind of crows. There's but, crow, like, there's crow, but there's more screaming, There's more screaming actually. than... <laughs> but, I mean... I don't know. We've committed. <laughs> I, I guess so. So it's uh, later that day. Or just, <laughs> just after just this. After. Because John is walking down the street and Dean is like trailing him. He's like, stalking yeah. him. It's creepy. Very intensely following this man down the street. He rounds the corner and Dean kind of runs into Castiel. And Dean's like, what is this? And Cass is like, what does it look like? <laughs> He is like, he's so worse at answering things. What's this look like? <laughs> what does it look like? Time travel! <laughs> Dean's like, is it real? Is, is it real? 
Dean's <laughs> uh, like, okay, so angels have DeLoreans. Uh, how, did yeah. I, how did I get here? <laughs> Castiel says, time is fluid. It's not easy, but we can sometimes bend it. And Dean's like, well, bend it back. <laughs> or, tell, or tell me why I'm here. And uh, Cass is like, I told you, you have to stop it. It's so it's like stupid. It's like, what? Stop what? And then, like, cars, we hear a tire screech, horn. And Dean looks away from Castiel and looks back, and he's gone. Like, he's not helping at all. I do like what he says here. He's like, oh, come on. He's like, you allergic to straight answers? You yeah. son of a bitch. He says, to the street. Yeah, I guess. I, I thought, like, John <laughs> like was totally... going to turn around and see him do that. <laughs> like a totally normal person. <laughs> you allergic to straight answers, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to no one. <laughs> He's not making a great first impression to this town. No. To be fair, would anyone? No. <laughs> this is not a <laughs> easy to be chill situation. Yep. At least Dean is like, I know about monsters and shit. So like, maybe I can stretch that time travel is real. If you were like just a civilian person being like dropped into another time, be like. I don't. It'll be like I don't even believe in ghosts, like let alone time travel. Like, like me? I'd be like, oh, this is a big prank. You guys <laughs> are all The entire town is. It's pranking like the Truman me. Show, which they're like, what's, what's the Truman that? Show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, with Jim Carrey. <laughs> How old would Jim Carrey have been in the 70s? Would he have been born? I don't. Okay, yeah, born, but, but a baby. <laughs> I have no concept for time, so I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know how old Jim Carrey is. Okay. We could very easily make What's Up Doc references. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Wait, yeah. had that come out yet? I think that was 1970. Oh, okay. I thought it was like 79 or something. No, nope, I think it was 70. And, uh, or 71, somewhere in there. Okay. Mashed the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know, which I haven't seen. Three, I think the show was on by that point, so Mash the TV show. <laughs> um, like, hey, Alan Alda. But not BJ yet. Uh, Trapper, and yeah. uh, and Henry. So I think I could get by with so, with just kind of that. Hey, pop culture, am I just, right? <laughs> just like drop in like a couple like mash movie or early season TV, you know, mash TV show references. Kelly's Heroes came out in 1970. Mash came out in 1970, and I think What's Up Doc was also 1970. So between those three movies and the early early seasons of MASH, like season one of MASH, I could probably get by with just like baseline conversation pop culture stuff. Um, I would not be able to get by with like things that are going on in the world. <sighs> Off the top of my head, be like, hey, you're dropped into 1973. Like, well, Vietnam. Yeah, that would be the first thing I'd be thinking of. But like, um, also depends on where you are, like mm-hmm. what's going on. <laughs> Gotta be real careful. Um, we're, we're not so intensely, I mean... The Vietnam War was partially, you know, war against, com- you know, war communism. Red, yeah, red but scare. W- it wasn't so intensely red scare at this point, right. like it was like during the Korean War in the fifties. But you got to be careful. You got to know exactly when in right. the t- in that year you are, yeah. because it's like, okay, he's just say- like, has, has he said like, I'm not a crook yet? Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. What was the um, time that he like admitted to something that was to like Watergate? What all the the Watergate scandal? Yeah. Um, what was that? And the hearings. But so at this point, though, he says he accepted resignation. Okay. That's after the fact. So the Watergate hearings have happened. So uh, we're at a car dealership and, with John, and uh, the dealer is like, young man, starting out. John says he'll take take whatever car they're talking about, and the salesman goes to get the paperwork. 
So the camera pulls back to reveal that John is looking at a, a, 19, a 1964 VW bus. I love it. And we hear Dean's voice off camera as John is like inspecting this car, like, oh boy, this is going to be my car. And we hear Dean's voice say, that's not the one you want. The camera turns to He's, reveal uh, Dean. leaning on the Impala. The 67 Impala. Hey, you want this, baby? And John's like, are you following me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 just passing by. Um, he's like, I didn't get a chance to thank, thank you for the coffee. I was pretty out of it this morning, huh? Like, yeah, you were. And John's like, yeah, a little. Yeah, a little. <laughs> <laughs> so Dean's like, let me repay the favor. He's like, this, bang, bang, like, this mm-hmm. is the car you want. <laughs> This is beautiful. And John's like, oh, yeah, you know something about cars. It's like, yeah, my dad taught me everything I know. And he's, like, <laughs> chuckling to himself at that. Like, and, ch- like, like, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> so he's a little bit, like, chuckling to himself about it. But there's also, like, a, in his delivery, a little bit, like, 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 kind of, like, to himself. He makes this kind of, this interesting expression that's, like, almost, like, a little bit emotional. Yeah. About it, that he's, like, doing car stuff with his dad again. Yeah. There's, it's, it's, there's a little bit... Of that, and, and there's just a little bit of emotion in his voice when he says his dad taught him everything he knows about cars. Like, it's... Do you think John, when seeing Dean grown up... Yeah, is like, hey, there was this weirdo who followed looks, me from the diner once, and he, I, like... He looks exactly... He looked exactly like you do now. And so what, what, we've, what we've sort of done is create, like, a paradox yeah, situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I was thinking that, too. Just, like, the, the like not that he would remember, but if any if something triggered that memory and being, like... That was a weird day. That was a weird day, but also... That guy looked exactly like you, too. Be like, that... that, that he, he reminds me of you, Dean, at least. Be like... That's weird. Uh, he wouldn't stranger. say that to no. Dean. He'd keep it yeah, to himself yeah, yeah. and bottle it up inside until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> but Dean does do it. Now, this... This is a beautiful. This is a great car. <laughs> he opens the hood. Three twenty-seven four barrel two seventy-five horses. Little TLC. This two hundred seventy-five horses are inside the car. <laughs> he he saying, opens the hood like nay. He just started saying car numbers. Man. TLC and uh, this thing is a cherry. And uh, John's what like, what does TLC mean? Tender loving care. Okay, because I keep thinking the Learning Channel. It's not that. He doesn't say a cherry. He says, just says cherry. Oh, I thought he said, okay, whatever. Well, this, uh, but but which, it, which mean, which is like, is, is slang for, you know, good or whatever. But like, cherry. oh, I've heard like, like a cherry ride before, which yeah. is right. like, good ride. but like, inst- I so don't, not a cherry. It is the cher- cherry part is describing the ride. So yeah. this thing will be cherry. Yeah. Gotcha. And John's like, you know, man, you're right. <laughs> and he's like, well, why are you buying that? <laughs> Because I promised someone I would. It's like, over a 67 Chevy. <laughs> this is a car of a lifetime. Badass uh, at 40 years old. Why be you? And you, you can, can be new! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this thing's going to be badass when it's 40. And uh, John turns to him and finally introduces himself. He says, I'm John Winchester. Holds out his hand. He's like, thanks. Dean Van Halen. <laughs> and thank you! <laughs> like, <laughs> is Van... Van Halen... They released their first album in 1978. Okay. Okay. A little close. A little bit. A little bit. John looks in the car and smiles. And uh, Dean is like, I was was in pretty rough shape this morning, huh? (laughs) Like, say it again. He's like, man, I've been hungover. But, like, I was getting chills in the diner. Did you feel any of those cold spots? John's like, nope. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, and I saw this. could have sworn I smelled something weird, too, like rotten eggs. Did you smell any sulfur? John's like, no. no. He's like, no. Uh, have there been any calculations in the area? And he goes, okay, mister, stop it. <laughs> Like, you're just pushing your luck here. Like, 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 okay, you've gotten weird again. Yep. Um, He goes, yeah, I finally knew what to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're... Listen, listen, watch out for yourself, okay? And John's like, yeah, sure. Dean starts to walk away, and he looks back at him, and then leaves. Just like, this is the weirdest guy I've ever met. (laughs) And uh, so the salesman comes back, he's like, so... And John's like, I'll take this one to the Impala. And the guy's like, oh, I gotta get another, <laughs> another set of paperwork. <laughs> I got the wrong ones. <laughs> so we're in a residential neighborhood. It was evening. John pulls up outside of a house, um, and he's being tailed further down the street by Dean <laughs> in a stolen car. <laughs> it's very obvious. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like hunched over the steering wheel like like half a block back. Like, not like, far enough away. No, not and far enough at all. <laughs> like home alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 right behind yeah, you. Yeah, and, and then he stops and they stop. And they're like, <laughs> a young woman with long blonde hair comes running up to John and past him. She's like, what is this? He's like, it's the car. It's my car. And she's like, but what about the van? He's like, this is so much better than the van. It's got a 327 Ford barrel carburetor. (laughs) And Dean, watching from his car, Mom. I wanted him to be like, Mom? (laughs) With the window open. (laughs) Stick his head out. (laughs) Mom, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) And John's like, stop following me. I swear, man, you're my dad. She's my mom. <laughs> the, this entire thing, I was like, just this, at least the beginning of this episode, I was so like, oh, cringing to the point of like, oh, he's going to make such a fool of himself. Like, he's going to get caught. And he's going to like go to jail for being like, for being crazy. <laughs> it's later that night uh, at a diner inside. John and Mary are sitting at a booth by a window and outside, <laughs> you're watching. He's standing outside the window. So weird. <laughs> he's like not. He's at an angle, but it's very like he can. They would still be able to see a like, figure. It's, like it's it's, it's 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 very bright inside the diner. Yes. And very dark, and, and the, they're not and, looking and, for anyone outside. And but there are there are the like slatted blinds. It's the type of like but, scene where it would have been them in the foreground, and then it unfocuses on them, and then focuses on Dean standing <laughs> outside the window. He's not. He's not far enough away. No, he's not. He's, he's really close to the, He's in an alley, but he's, like, really Stand close to right his building, there. just staring at the <laughs> window. <laughs> he's being such a weirdo. He's so creepy. And then he says something very creepy right yeah. here. He goes, Sammy, wherever you are, mom's a babe. Ew. What? And he goes, I'm going to hell. Again. Why? Did they have to throw that in there? Because Back to the Future? <sighs> Probably. To be like... And then, like, and then, you know, he tries to fuck his mom. Like, right. But we thought that would be fun. Like, like <laughs> pitching that movie. <laughs> so we're just going to do that. So we're just going like, to throw that in just there. Just because, because that I don't like that. I don't that. like that. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So we're in the diner. John says that uh, I should just talk to him. And Mary's like, it's my dad being my dad. It's not you. And John says, like, how is it not me? He's been this way. How many years? And she's like, he's just protective over me. 
uh, he doesn't want me to. And John's like, hook up with a mechanic from a family of mechanics. <laughs> it's very like class difference. Like there, there's certainly that vibe. She was yeah. a skater. She was a skater girl. <laughs> I like that version. <laughs> she was a mechanic boy. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and she's like, it's not because you're a mechanic. Um, but she's like, but like, listen, I love you for exactly what you are. I'll be right back. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> and it does have that vibe a little bit like, hold that thought. Hold that I'll, thought. I'll be I right really got to pee. I'm going to my pants. I, they, they, uh, the bathroom just opened up. I got to go. <laughs> like, Someone just walked out and yeah. I, I've been watching to make sure yeah. that I can go like, yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, wait right there. Is it, I don't remember, was it two milkshakes or one that they're like, <laughs> they, 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 they had their own. Okay. It wasn't like, two straws in one milkshake. Yeah, but back then, I think it would have been, I don't know if it would have been plastic straws. It might have still been the paper straws. Have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever used those? They're awful. They get soggy. I've used paper straws before, not like old timey paper the, straws. Like the, they're paper straws. They're awful. They're they awful. Then and now, I mean, they probably weren't good back then, but even now, when they're like paper straws, yeah, they're. So they're sort of they're better for the environment, right? But but they're still they're still they get soggy. They, they yeah, they and get, then they, they just of, like bend and then mm-hmm. they like they break and then they disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh like, good, I've got paper in my milkshake. One <laughs> of the better different straws that I tried was a bamboo straw. Oh okay, yeah, and it didn't uh, it didn't melt, so <laughs> it was good. So she gets up to go to the bathroom, and as soon as she's out of sight, John pulls out. A, the box. A little, a little red box. She's like, oh, sorry, I forgot something. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. puts it away. No. And he, he opens it. it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the whole box, too, not just the ring. <laughs> How'd that get in there? <laughs> it's like the box shape goes down his throat. It's like, like gold. Like a, like a cartoon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> she goes to the bathroom and he's like, looking at himself to get it out. <laughs> This is awful. Um, <laughs> little red box, which he opens to show the camera over his shoulder. <laughs> ah, look at this, nobody. <laughs> uh-huh, that there is a ring inside. And Dean sees this. And like, then we Aw. see. Does he? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. He's Probably just standing there. Because John opens it at the table. And like, to the side and to the... And he opens it to Dean, the window. Dean is watching. And then we see Mary is behind Dean. And she goes, why are you following us? <laughs> She, did a, she jump out the bathroom window or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did she go through the kitchen and the, the, through the back? I don't know. I don't know if she got out of the building, but she did. And it was very See? quick, but yeah. <laughs> they start it, fighting. Yeah. Um, and she's fighting him yes. more. Than, and she's... They're doing like... I mean, she's, she's taking him by surprise. Yeah. Um, she had an advantage. Uh, <laughs> and, but she, she is like... surprise, right? <laughs> yes. She is smacking him around a bit. Because he also doesn't want to fight her. No, and he's, like, confused. He's yeah. like, I want to punch my mom. A little bit. But for a second, I thought she was a demon. Uh, that, see, I remember. the way she said, she was like, why are you following us? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she's just angry and, like, yeah. under because, yeah. you know. I said, you've been, you've been trailing us since my house. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stop hitting me. Like, really? He, and he, knees he, and kicks. He, like, kind of pins her against the wall and notices that she's got like a bracelet on yeah of like occult symbols mm-hmm. and he's like and he oh. lets go and she turns and he's like are you a hunter so it's later that night john and mary pull up in the impala in front of presumably mary's house there's and- a mailbox right it says the campbells mm-hmm. like the soup yes <laughs> <laughs> 
They kiss goodnight. Mary gets out. So John drives away, and Dean comes out from behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. His vibes this episode are so funny to me. And Mary. Mary's like, Dean, right? I'm not sure you should come in. And he's like, you can trust me. We're all hunters. We're, we're practically family. <laughs> she's like, the thing is about my dad. And he's like, oh, I've got to meet him. And she's like, you've, you've heard, heard of, of him? him? <laughs> Inside the Campbell house, Mary's father sits in uh, an armchair reading while Dean and Mary stand there. And Mary's father, like, not even, like, literally looking at him. Like, so you're a hunter. Well, tell me something, Mr. Hunter. Do you kill vampires with a wooden stake or with silver? It's like, neither. You cut off their head. And he's like, so did I pass your test? And Mary's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the dad's like, yep, now get out of my house. <laughs> um, he says that he doesn't trust other hunters. Uh, he's like, we don't want help. Don't want them around my family. Um, so this other woman, uh, Mary's mother, comes in and tells Samuel to knock it off. And she's like, he passed your little test. Uh, and I'm inviting him to dinner. <laughs> and yeah, this is where we learn their names. Uh, Dean, so Dean is like Samuel and Deanna. It's really <laughs> kind of stupid. Well, it's like that's where it's like funny. they were named after yeah. them, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam and Dean were named after Mary's parents. So they're having dinner. Uh, Deanna's like first time in Lawrence. Uh, Dean's like, it's been a while. Things have changed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel asks if he's working a job. Dean says, yeah, maybe. Samuel's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, Dean says, it means I don't trust other hunters either. I just want to know, so Samuel is played by uh, a recognizable actor if you've seen X-Files. Oh, okay. He is Scully and Mulder's boss, mm-hmm. oh. Skinner. Okay. And like, if you've seen any scene from X-Files, you've probably seen the one where they're in the bathtub on the phone. Have you seen have you seen that scene? No. It's really funny. Because like you know, they're doing the supernatural investigation thing or whatever. They're, they work for the FBI. Uh Mulder and Scully are on, on a case in their, you know, hotel rooms or, or whatever. They're they get on the phone to talk talk about the case. But like at first like like Scully's you know, taking a bubble bath when she and she takes the call in the bath. And then Mulder is also taking a bubble bath. <laughs> but they're both like, we're doing very serious work. And then they have, like, a call waiting and then, like, get on a conference call with their boss. And he's Skinner. also in a bubble bath. He's also in the bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And I want to see so much. I, I should show you a look up a screenshot from it. It's very funny. <laughs> so he's he's a well-known, in, like, sci-fi TV, he's a, he's a well-known actor. So Mary's, like, just jumps right in and goes, so why are you following me and John? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dean's like, oh, yeah, I thought something was after your boyfriend, but... I don't think that anymore. And Deanna is like, John Winchester mixing it up with spirits. Can you imagine? And Sam- Samuel rolls his eyes. And Mary's like, I saw that. He's like, what? Like that sour lemon look. And he's like, John's a nice, naive civilian. <laughs> Mary's like, you'd rather I be with a guy like Dean? And he's like, what? No, me? No. I'm like, what? <laughs> and Samuel's like, of course not. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, and then Dan is like, you know, like, knock it off, we have company. And Dean asks if there were, if uh, Samuel's working a job, and he says, might be. <laughs> and Mary's like, he's working a job at the Witchire farm. 
<laughs> Dean says that the Witchshire sounds familiar. Samuel says it probably from the papers, Tom Witchire in a combine accident a few towns over. And Dean's like, that sounds very normal, though. And, <laughs> yeah. and, he's, like, and he's like, well, it would be, except what was he doing on the combine when he all his crops are dead? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're thinking demonic omens? And Samuel's like, well, we got to find that out. And Dean's like, uh, did you find anything on the web? And they kind of look at him and he's like, of information that you've assembled. <laughs> Deanna says electrical storms maybe uh, the data and like the graph should be here on Friday and Dean's like by now <laughs> and Samuel's like no we hired a jetliner to fly them to us and, and <laughs> Dean's like oh haha that, <laughs> that's actually how th- like th- things work by snail yeah, mail yes, in yeah. the past <laughs> yeah no internet um, by pigeon <laughs> homing pigeon. Dean's like, well, we might be hunting the same thing. Go in with numbers, make this quick. And Samuel's like, we work alone. <laughs> so it's the next day, we assume. Outside of a farmhouse, Mary and Samuel pull up in a car. Samuel is wearing a priest costume. She's dressed kind of conservatively. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I'm here because... And he says, it's family business, Mary. Family. <laughs> So they get out of a car, <laughs> the car, and Samuel's carrying like a fruit, a fruit cake. cake. Yeah, like wrapped in plastic. He's like, "What? Like you'd rather be waving pom poms at dumb jocks?" And she, Mary notices like a teen boy standing by a tree out in the front. Surly teen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's credited as. I know. I think, I think he has <laughs> they a say name. his name. It's Charlie. But um, <laughs> he's in my notes as surly teen. Surly teen. Um, Samuel's like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, to do the job, dad. So Samuel makes it up to the porch and the door opens just as he reaches it to reveal Dean, also in a priest costume, <laughs> talking to a woman. And fa- Samuel's like, father, I see you beat me here. <laughs> and Dean's like, the Lord is funny that way. <laughs> <laughs> Beth Whitshire, this is my associate, our senior, senior priest. Father, father Cheney. Cheney. <laughs> Which, like, like Dick Cheney? Just, just, he, everything about this, he's just being such a pain. Yeah, yeah. Was Dick, Dick Cheney was alive back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's ancient. But, yeah, yeah, He's always been alive, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, just being such a pain. What was and he doing back then? Pop politics. Politics. Bad politics. <laughs> Samuel's like, please accept our deepest condolences on behalf of the county diocese and hands her the fruitcake. <laughs> he, when Dean does this, he has such a sour look. Just a, hmm. just I don't did. like you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like this kid. Dean's like, Mrs. Witchire was just telling me about uh, Tom and how normal and ordinary everything was before his death. <laughs> Samuel's like, huh, so you didn't notice anything unusual? And she's like, you mean like my husband's guts fertilizing the back 40? <laughs> And, and he's just like, mm. 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 And Dean walks over to Mary. <laughs> he's like, I'll leave you two to chat. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote Charlie kid by a tree, but... <laughs> Killed by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I read. So Mary is like, Charlie, would you like to tell the father what you told me? And she rolls with it much better than, uh, than Samuel. Because she turns around and sees that it's Dean dressed as a priest and is like, all right, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Um... Charlie, would you tell this other priest like, <laughs> what you just told me? And uh, he says that his dad sometimes drank, sometimes got rough with his mom, and then a stranger showed up. Um, he said that he thought it, he, that the stranger was a Bible thumper. He's like, like you all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, showed up about a week ago. 
said that, like, asked if Charlie wanted the beatings to stop. Uh, Charlie thought he was just crazy, but next thing he knows, his dad's dead. And he asks if he's going to jail. And Mary's like, you didn't do this. Dean asks if the stranger wanted something in return. And Charlie says, like, he said, like, ten years from now that he would come for, like, me, to me for something. He's just like, he was nuts! <laughs> Which has me wondering about sealing the deal. Mm-hmm. So, so kiss him? is he like, he, he was nuts. He was crazy. Like he was a, he was a crazy stranger man. And He's I'm not going to talk about why he, but he was nuts. Like, so he, he doesn't want to admit, like I kissed a man. Maybe uh, we, we really don't know the, <laughs> and it's really never made clear the history of why you have to kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, was he like, "Do you want your dad gone?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, but it's like in this, it's like I'm not, I'm never going to tell anybody about you this see, specific thing." Or? I don't know if the writers thought about this. I know because it certainly seems they like certainly they didn't did think about they did it. John Winchester kissing the yellow eyed demon. Yep, d- didn't we just go and breeze right past that? <laughs> it's <laughs> but then it's like, but they pull that lore into the end of the episode. Yes, they do. Which to make it. Gross and creepy. Which is gross and creepy, but it's like they 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 forgot about the fact that they made a deal kind of happen here. So, so, and because the deal happened, therefore, if if all deals do this, if it, that's what happens when a deal is made, then it it had to have happened. Does yeah. So is that like maybe we could retcon and say like that's why he's like not. It, he's like not admitting that he kissed a man because and he's like he was just nuts. Entirely possible. Yeah, I think it's what's most likely is the writers just didn't, <laughs> just just didn't, didn't realize <laughs> yeah. that if you have to kiss after making a deal because they establish does it have to be like yeah it has to be that you initiate the kiss not that the demon is just like well, come here yeah I it's the I you you just I feel you, like, you have to consent to the deal yeah yeah so yeah otherwise, he uh, had uh, to then cons- you're just kissing I mean <laughs> otherwise it's just the demon kissing you and you're like hey whoa I didn't you you have to that. consent to the deal. Right, you have to say, uh, like, well, yeah, I kind of, I would like my dad to be I, gone. I like, I am agreeing to do this, and then, and then you seal the deal. So we 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 established with the crossroad demons, who were always women kissing men. Yep. And then we established with the yellow-eyed demon. He's a man. Hmm? Just now, like in this like, episode later, like, but well, kissing Mary. But we know he kissed Joan. But, but we, we don't, don't we see, see it. it. But he had to. Well, we so think if, if we're if we're following this established lore that you seal a deal with a demon by kissing them, which they just kind of go with. But they do it when it's convenient. But we for, but, but, like but heterosexuality, but it, <laughs> right? But it is true. Like like when when there is a deal that happens on screen, on screen, it's there, sealed with a kiss. It's sealed with a kiss. But up until this point, like it's always been. We don't see those deals a, a, happen. A hetero yeah, yeah, yeah. kiss. Yeah, yeah. Even though demons can possess anybody, any body they want. Yeah. They're really, I, like, the writers are really not thinking this through. So they're like, oh, let's have it be a uh, kid uh, of, a, of the, like, you know, farm kid and uh, doesn't, who doesn't know that he's, he's accepting a deal. And they're like, that's, that's great. Uh, like, in the writer's room, right? And they're like, uh, but, then they go on. They just, like, move on to the rest of the episode. And then they're like, oh, my God. And then it's that guy. And then seal with a kiss because demons. And they're like, great. We wrapped it up. Because they're also really not grasping the idea. Because, like, we know that the demons can possess anybody. Yeah. But they're really stuck with the idea that yellow-eyed demon is he. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and like like to clue us in that this is a male demon. Right, but doesn't like don't demons like not do gender? Isn't they're they're they're, they're, they're like smoke monsters. Yeah. The way of gender is by who they possess. Right? right. Although some do tend to gravitate more toward certain hosts than others. Right. Like, like Ruby, Ruby, like Lilith. Lilith likes like kids. Yeah. Meg for Meg. But then Meg did possess him. Yeah. Right. So so like so we know that. That they're not like locked to a specific gender of host. They're for the most part. They're trying to make it a little bit less confusing for the audience, but it's like they're not. Well, they're not consistent with their lore then. But they're also, I think, they're not grasping this concept as writers. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they grasp this concept of genderless smoke monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's got to be. It's, it's it's the yellow-eyed demon is a guy, so he possesses a guy body. And so, so therefore, it's a guy talking to this kid. But they don't, like, get that then they'd have to seal the deal with a kiss so that it would be, like, a man-man kiss. I d- they just, like, I don't think they get that. Yeah. And then, but because I, I think, like, with, with Meg possessing Sam, I think they're still thinking not that demon genderless thing, that it's, like, she's she's still... She's still she, she and she's puppeting. She's, she's puppeting him, not yeah. that she has taken this vessel. Yeah. They're, they're making that distinction... Even though if Sam were just a rando, we you just are addressing the vessel as Meg. Yeah. Like right? Like um, whatever their like take and name is, like the, or whatever they've decided they're they want to be called, I guess. Right. But yeah. also yeah. Uh, I don't not, think they're I think they're confused. <laughs> they're confused and they are not thinking about this that deeply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nobody else is gonna be thinking about this that deeply. Like uh-huh. just, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So Mary and Dean walk a few feet away. And Mary asks, like, what do you think? And Dean's like, I think he pimped his soul to a demon and doesn't know it. And then they go back and Mary's like, Charlie, do you remember what the stranger looked like? And he's like, yeah, he was like 5'10", white, normal, (laughs) just an average guy. Uh, One thing, though, when the light hit his eyes, Dean's like, what, were they like black or red? He's like, no, they were yellow Yellow. or pale yellow. And like, like if they were like really wanted to stick with hetero kiss as sealing the deal, they could have done like there was like a they, they could they could have had this kid saying she mm-hmm. and the yellow eyes would have just clued us in. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, but he's a dude. <laughs> but he's a dude. Yeah. So back at the Campbell house, Dean is pouring over a map. Um the, this scene transition was kind of cool. He like puts the paper down and the camera the cam like, and yeah. the camera's like on the table. Kinda of, kinda of cool transition. Jamie's like, slow down. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> slow down, Maurice. He's like, I've never heard of a demon with yellow eyes. And he's like, I have. And he's kind of freaking out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kill my family. He's like, you don't get it. You're all in danger. You need to go somewhere safe. And Deanna's like, it could be a demon or a shapeshifter or a whole number of things. And Dean's like, I know this thing and I'm going to kill it. And Samuel's like, you're going to kill a demon? How? <laughs> And he's like, there's a hunter named Daniel Elkins who lives in Colorado who has Colt's gun. <laughs> he's like, the Colt. And Sam was like, yeah, I heard about the Colt. It was like a bedtime story I would tell Mary. And Dean's like, well, it's real. And Samuel's like, okay, say it is. You have a crystal ball or something where you know that where this yellow-eyed demon is going to be? And Dean's like, yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> and he pulls out John's journal. We need our handy-dandy notebook. Notebook. Right. Which he, like, very conveniently had in his pocket when he was transported here. Yeah. It, was, it was in his coat. Yeah. And he turns to a list of names and dates. Every one John thought came in contact with the yellow-eyed demon. Samuel's like, 
why do you have this? <laughs> this is crazy. Is it because the more that he learned about the Yellow Demon, the more he could like figure out why he killed uh, Dean's mom. And yeah. he comes to Tom Witcher, 1973, Lawrence, Kansas, Death by Threshing. And Dean's like, I knew that name was familiar. And Samuel's like, that was two days ago. <laughs> How is that on your dad's list? And Dean's like, um... He was my, psychic. My dad can see the future. <laughs> and he says it's going to hit here tomorrow night. Like, then he points to uh, Samuel's, like, Liddy Walsh. Uh, and Dean says, Haleyville. That's close, right? Samuel's like, yeah, it's like three miles away. And Samuel kind of looks over at Deanna and she slightly shakes her head, like, very slow. Like, yeah, like, like no, mm-hmm. like, the, like Dean's acting really crazy right now. We're not getting into this. And Dean sees this kind of, and he's like, I know you think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Samuel's like, you seem nice, but yeah, you're crazy. Uh, it's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I know where the bastard's going to be, and I'm going to stop it. So on his way out, he passes Mary, who's in the living room listening to records. And Dean goes to say goodbye. And he tells Mary that he, like, he likes John, thinks they're meant to be. He goes, hey, I'm depending on it. <laughs> and she's, she's like, like what? what? <laughs> he's and like, nothing. <laughs> and he asks what he's like. And she describes him as sweet and kind, even after the war. After everything. He still believes in Happily Ever After. He's everything a hunter isn't. Like, well, shit. Um, Mary tells Dean that John is going to ask her to marry him, and she doesn't care if she has to run away, but she has to get out of this job, this life. She says she hates it, um, that she wants to get out. She says she wants a family, she wants to be safe. And then she says that the worst thing, like the worst possible thing that could happen in her mind is for her children to be raised into the hunter life. She gets set, She says, I won't let it happen. And Dean starts to tear up. He is very emotional. He's like, well, shit. Uh. And he, said, he's, he, he says, hey, mm. He starts to say mom. Yeah. He says, Mary, can I tell you something? Even if this sounds really weird, will you promise that you will remember? His voice is breaking. On November 2nd, 1983, don't get out of bed. It's like, no matter what you hear or see, just don't get out of bed. Promise me that. And their tear, go, like, down his, drips, dripping down his nose. Like, he's, he's emotional. And Mary's like... Okay. Like, like she, like, she started to be like, yeah, okay, I can make, make a promise. She's like, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. And then he, he leaves. Wipes his face, kind of smiles water, watery, and leaves. We have a fade transition to Dean's stolen car on the road. And we see Dean in the driver's seat and then pans over to the side and then we see that uh, Castiel appears in the passenger seat. We don't we, we don't see, see him, him appear, but like as the empty as passenger the, seat, camera yeah. swings around and that like dividing bar that like connects the, the like hood. Like the windshield the, to the Yeah, the windshield to the door and the hood to the roof, that that, that mm-hmm. diagonal bar. As it, as the camera way, sw- it, and, then, it, and it like like wipes across the screen, we see that Cass is in the passenger seat. And it, <laughs> we start. Like, oh my god, Dean is driving. That's yeah, that's, that's so such a reckless thing to do. Does he want to get Dean killed? And like I love that. Like uh, like he's like, okay, I'm gonna pinpoint this one moment where I'm gonna be in a moving car. <laughs> like I'm just Cass, like he's just like, and bam, he's like, whoa, I made it. Like <laughs> Dean's like, so God's my co-pilot. Is that it? <laughs> Um, he says that Sam would have wanted in on this. Like, why not bring him back, too? <laughs> but Cass, DL doesn't respond. It's like, well, you're a regular chatty Kathy. <laughs> He's like, you had to do this alone, Dean. And that doesn't really answer, like, the he why. Just gives him just... The, just, he's like, he's looking straight through the windshield and just gives him this side eye. Yeah. And Dean's like, you don't care that he, like, he's, like, looking for me in the future? Cass is like, Sam's not looking for you. 
if I do this, the family curse breaks, right? Like mom and dad live happily ever after. Sam and I grow up playing Little League and Chasing Tail. I, I roll Dean. And Castiel says, you realize if you do alter the future, your father, you, Sam, you'll never become hunters and all the people you saved will die. Dean's like, yeah, I realize that. He's like, and you don't care? It's like, I care a lot, but these are my parents. And then Castiel disappears. Yeah, he says, I'm not going to let them die again. I can't. Not if I can stop it. And he turns and Cass is gone. Dean is upset. (laughs) We are at our next, in our next scene. So we're in a set that is kind of familiar. Oh, is it like modeled after the same set? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. It's it's Daniel Daniel Wilkins' house. The last time we saw it, it was destroyed. And nighttime. Nighttime. And nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) Dean opens the safe. So he removes the Colt, checks the revolver barrel. The the bullets. Yeah, to, to just make sure the bullets are in it. And we hear a shotgun <laughs> cocking, and it's Elkins. And he's like... Okay. He's like, hold it right there, friend. <laughs> Drop the gun and be on your way. And it's a young man. Last time we saw Elkins, he was very... He's older. Yeah. I don't remember. The, this was at the end of the first season. The vampires got him. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep. So he had the cult? Yeah. Yep. The whole time? He's, yeah. Yeah, that's where they... The whole time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dean's like, can't do it, Daniel. Yeah, he does like a fake out, like he's going to put the gun down and then spins and then he's got the gun on Daniel. Yeah, so they're pointing their guns at each other. And Daniel's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> who the hell are you? <laughs> and Dean's like, a hunter, like you. Daniel says, a thief, more like it. And Dean says that he just needs it for a few days. And <laughs> Daniel's like, not happening. <laughs> He's like, I'm borrowing it. I'm going to, either going to take it or die right here. So up to you. And he just kind of like like uncocks the colt and just puts his hands up and just kind of like walks past him. Yeah, if you want to stop me, you're going to have to kill me. But like... You'll have to catch me first. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to catch me first. And he's like, there's a hunting family in, in Kansas, the Campbells. It'll be there. He and says that's where she'll be. That's where she'll be. Yeah. Meaning the like Meaning the gun. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I was a bit confused by And they, they sort of give each other, like, understanding nods, mm. and Dean leaves. Back at the Campbell house, Samuel and Mary are cleaning guns on the table, and Mary asks after Dean. Samuel's like, hey, he's gonna go kill a demon. And Mary's like, that's impossible, but where? And <laughs> Samuel says, Haleyville, the Walshes or something? And she's like, not Liddy Walsh. He's like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. And she's like, Dad, she's a friend. Like, she's my friend. We gotta go help her. How do you expect me to keep track of all your friends? (laughs) (laughs) She good grabs her stuff. It's like, I'll be in the car and takes off. Deanna comes in and like, like, what? 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 Hello? But then Samuel's like, she wants to hunt. She doesn't want to hunt. Is this like a fam, uh, like a female time of the month thing? Mm. Deanna big eye roll and leaves. He's like, what? (laughs) What I do? Inside what we assume is Liddy Walsh's house. A doctor and Liddy sitting on the couch talking about her father's cancer. So the doctor is like, I'm sorry, Liddy, it's metastasized. She asks where. He says, uh, his liver, lungs, you need to start making arrangements. And she's like, you have to do something, Dr. Brown. <laughs> and he's like, there is one way, a cure, but I need your help. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, in 10 years, I'll ask for something. Nothing you'll miss. And his eyes flash yellow. Samuel bursts in and shoots the doctor in the chest. Liddy screams. Which is very, like, I mean, I know it's, like, a long time ago, but they know about demons, and they know that you can probably try to exercise them. Why does he, like, immediately go, like, guns blazing to shoot the man? I don't. Are they just really bad hunters? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. What's their philosophy there? I don't know. 
They don't want to save him. I don't know. They know it's not going to kill a demon. I don't know. <laughs> the yellow demon tosses Samuel's gun away and pins Samuel to the wall with demon powers. And he turns around quick. He catches Mary stabbing at him with a knife, like catches her wrist. Uh, the yellow demon is like, where have, they been, where have they been hiding you? So they do some fighting. And he's like, I like you. You got a lot of spunk. Ew. Fight, fight, fight. Dean bursts in with the cold, and the yellow-eyed demon has Mary in, like, a headlock, basically. <laughs> like, like he's grabbed onto her. So, so it would make it hard for Dean to shoot. yellow-eyed demon asks, where'd you get that gun? And then his smoke leaves his body. There, there's, a, there's a little exchange here. Is it, like, the yellow-eyed demon recognizes the gun. Yeah. And, and like, like, kind of freezes, like, where'd you get that gun? Dean nods to Mary, who elbows the yellow-eyed demon hard in the side so that he kind of lets go of her to give Dean an opening. Right, to shoot, and then... And then he smokes out, and Dean is frustrated by this. So outside, Dean is asking Mary what the yellow-eyed demon said to her, and she says, like, nothing, just that he liked me. Uh, Samuel comes down from the porch, and he says, Liddy's a strong kid, Uh, she'll be fine. (laughs) Mary's... Mary's looking a little upset because she, like, he said he liked her. She's like, what did he mean by that? Yeah. And Samuel tells Dean, nice job in there. And Dean, very frustrated. It's like Dean took Samuel saying, nice job in there as like sarcasm. He's like, yeah, I know. I missed the shot. And Samuel like, kind of like, like sincerely is like, take the compliment, son. It's like, I was wrong about you. And mm. Dean make, has a face journey. Yeah. Like, oh. Do you think he was possessed here? Yeah, as soon as he went, when they're, when they don't see him and he's inside the house with Liddy and then walks out, he's possessed already. When we saw the journal entry about Liddy Walsh, because the camera does look at it, it says that Liddy Walsh's body was found. Oh, no. With self-inflicted, like, stab wounds, I think. Oof. Assumed suicide after finding out about her father's cancer. How did that... So what do you think happened, actually? Well, so we see this interaction, like this, we, you know, shoot the doctor, scuffle, fight, Dean appears with the colt, yellow-eyed demon smokes out. Dean and Mary go outside, leaving Samuel inside with Liddy, who was alive the last time we saw her. Mm-hmm. He kills her. Dean, demon demon possesses, possesses Samuel. Demon in Samuel's body kills Liddy. Why? She saw Loose too end. much. Mm-hmm. Loose end. She saw too much. But the... The doctor was also there, though, so it's like, what, how do you explain that? Did Liddy kill the doctor? And, like, the, like, like from an outsider perspective, like, that wasn't in the, the body was know. there. All, 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 I, the, all I know is from the journal that Liddy was dead. This is not something that's covered in, like, the dialogue or anything of the episode, yeah, but it's, if, it's just, kill. it's a brief, you, if you see the journal, John's journal entry was Liddy, he, he suspected Liddy came into contact with the demon and died. Oh, so, that, yeah, Dean is like, we need to talk alone. So back at the Campbell house, Dean is like looking out the windows. He's antsy. He's like, we need to kill this thing right now or Mary's going to die. And Samuel's like, what? He goes, well, I like it. He goes, how do you know? Are you some kind of a psychic too? I wanted him to be like, and, he's, and Dean's like, no. But I wanted him to be like, no, but my brother is. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, listen, this is going to sound, he's like, well, it's, it's actually going to sound massively crazy. And Samuel's like, okay. Dean's like, Mary is my mother. <laughs> You are my grandfather. I am your grandson. Samuel's like, you want to run that by me again? (laughs) She's like, my real name is Dean Winchester. I was born January 24th, 1979. My parents are Mary and John Winchester. Samuel's like, I don't have to listen to this. (laughs) I don't believe this. He's like, Mary gets killed by the yellow-eyed demon in 1983. He says, like, I think he just caught her scent just now. Yeah. 
Um, that this is when it starts. Yeah. And if the yellow demon gets away, Mary dies. Outside the Campbell house, Mary is like running away from the house up to John, who has just pulled up, and embraces him and asks... She's like sniffling and he's like, hey, are you okay? She's like, she asks him to take her away like he promised. And no questions. He's just like, yeah, okay. And so they Mary get in the car. Gets in the car. Taco Bell? <laughs> this is this is a Taco Bell kind of night. <laughs> yeah. We need fourth meal. <laughs> yeah, back inside. Um, Dean's trying to explain his case. He's like, he's like, "How would I have known about the cult? About the, the mouse had a bat. bat. <laughs> the mouse had a bat. What's all this foolishness? <laughs> How would I have known about the yellow demon? How would I have known all this shit? Samuel's like, every bone in my body is telling me to kill you. Um, but there's something about you that I can't shake. I believe you. How do we find this bastard? And Dean, like, pulls out the journal and, he's, or, like, points to it, and he's like, the list. <laughs> uh, and Samuel's like, and the cult. And Dean pulls it out, puts it on the table. And Samuel's, and, and, like, Dean starts looking through the journal, like, like, time for research. And Samuel pauses. And he's like, uh... Hey, let me see that. Yeah, let me see that. And Dean puts his hand on it. And, and slides it away from him, like, away, and away from Samuel. He's like, sorry, I don't let anybody hold it. And Samuel, like, very quickly turns around. Like, he's like, yeah. I'm your grandma. But I'm your grandfather. Yeah. He's like, well, you didn't believe me for a second there. Uh, Dean's like, nothing personal. And Samuel's like, sure it is. Especially when it's me you're trying to kill. And his eyes go yellow. It's like, oh, and he, shoot. Magic Demon slides Dean's chair back across the room and into the wall. And Dean is sitting there raging. Yeah. He was raving. No. <laughs> Rage. Fuming. He was in here tonight, raving. And then we have a complete change in demeanor. Mm-hmm. Completely different character. We have a big evil actor. Yeah. <laughs> Which Acting is, big. It's a good uh, switch. Mm-hmm. It's like, good. This actor does a great bad guy. But he does. He did a great, like... Great, gruff, grumpy grandfather. Yeah. You know, you know, dad, patriarch of the yep. family. Yep. And now a, he's like leaning on one hand, kind of to the side, and like there's so, something uh, a little bit mischievous about him, but like in a there's something what they're doing, like it, it what what he, the the switch, the completely different character, great. There's something to delineate this character evil now. There's something almost effeminate. Yep. Yeah. That he's doing, he's almost, like almost sexual. Yes, like, in a like aggressive. It's like like, like an first effect, word that like, comes to mind is sultry, <laughs> like <laughs> right, like doing the like you know gay supervillain yeah thing mm-hmm. or queer coded um queer yeah mm-hmm. queer coded supervillain, which is not something I got from janitor yellow yeah no that was a di- he it was different he was that was a different yellow eyed demon portrayal. This is kind of like also. Scar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scar, Scar is a queer-coded uh, villain. The janitor yellow-eyed demon, also very big, yeah. very scenery-chewing, which I love. I love a good big, big villain. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but this is a little bit more queer-coded supervillain, a little bit more like evil, effeminate mm-hmm. man. So, future boy, huh? Uh, he's like, I only know one thing that can uh, swing that. You must have friends in high places. He's, like, approaching him from the mm-hmm. table. Like, uh, he's pushed Dean all the way to the far end of the room, mm-hmm. uh, pinning him there. And he's like, so I kill your mommy? He's like, that's why you came all this way to see little old me? And Dean's like, I came here to kill you. And the yellow-eyed demon's like, hey, wait a minute. If that slug marries your mommy, are you one of my psychic kids? And he gets real close to Dean and like he like leans it like puts his hand on the arms of the chair and like leans into his face with his face 
and like smells, like smells his him. neck in an almost like like sexual way. It's which it's gross and creepy. Yep. He's like, no, 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 you're not one of mine. But maybe you have like a sister or like a brother. He says, or maybe a, you got a sis. sis. Or, or a bro, bro. <laughs> which is like, so funny. That's weird. That's a weird way to say that. He goes, that's terrific. Means it all worked out. That's why I'm here. Dude, and now, now we have some exposition. Exposition. Dean's like, so this is what it's all about? These deals you're making? You don't want the souls? Uh, he's like, no, I just want their children. I'm here to choose perfect parents, like your mommy. I love it when villains explain everything. He starts monologuing. He starts monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> it's he starts like, monologuing. And it's very like, and then what? And then he monologues. And he's like, and then I'm understanding what you're telling me, but I'm repeating it back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear that this is where the story's going. Uh, and he asks, like, why her or any of them? Uh, Yellow Eye Demon says, because they're strong and pure. My own little master race. Uh, they're ideal breeders. Blech. And we see Deanna peeking around a corner into the room, and she sees and hears some of this. He does specify that he is not the one breeding with them. Yes. Dean's like, so why make the deals? And uh, he says, like, I I need permission. I need to be invited into their houses. The red tape. It'll drive you nuts. (laughs) I I love that. (laughs) Yeah, that that was... um, was that the Yellow Demon who said that in the, in the like one of the first seasons? My yeah, I, I think, think it he was. did. I think that's almost line like, for line. Yeah, something about the red tape. It'll drive you drive you nuts in the, like a, the same delivery almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, but in ten short years, it'll be worth it. It's like Deanna's creeping closer, and he, he's monologuing here. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do to your sibling? I'm going to stand over the crib and bleed into their mouth demon blood, better than Ovaltine vitamins, minerals. It makes you big and strong. Ovaltine. And Dean's like, for what? So that he can lead your discount demon army? Is that your big plan? <laughs> He's like, please, my endgame is a hell of a lot bigger than that, kid. He's like, please explain. <laughs> endgame? Uh, what endgame? Like the movie? <laughs> Avengers Endgame? No. <laughs> Not out yet. Um, it's like, like I'm going to tell you or those angels on your shoulder. Uh, Just one angel. <laughs> no, I'm going to cover my tracks good. And Dean's like, I'm still going to kill you. He's like, maybe not today, but you look into my eyes, you son of a bitch, because I will kill you. And he kind of looks for a second, then he's like, no. He's like, there, there is a moment where of he's like, like, oh shit, is this the kid who kills me? Like, maybe. Maybe. Maybe but, you are. But, but, and like, I'm maybe, not worried about that right, right. now. That's in the future. Future me's problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, so you're going to save everybody? Well, you're not going to save one person at least. Your grandpappy. And he pulls a knife and stabs himself in the gut. As Dean's like, no! And then, uh, or in Deanna, we screams from, uh, like, from where she's peeking around uh, the corner Dumb. and runs to grab the colt. And the yellow eyed demon tosses her across the room with his demon powers. She starts crawling away, and the yellow eyed demon comes up to her and breaks her neck. Dean is finally able to break free from the chair, grabs the colt, the yellow eyed demon is gone, and he rounds the corner to see Deanna dead. And he's like, he starts to like grief and then he begins to call out for Mary and takes off. We are with John and Mary in the Impala. They've parked. Almost Hookman, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Almost Hookman. <laughs> They've parked by a river. Yeah. <laughs> but um, not like under a bridge or anything, but it's very like yeah. that, like nighttime by the water. Yeah. Um, and John is trying to propose. <laughs> but it's a little bit creepy at first. He's like, it's no secret why I brought you all the way out yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> And he's trying to propose, and she's trying to tell him that, like, 
you don't know you don't know me there's i'm actually really dangerous to be around and he's like let me get through this i love you so much he's like i will always get it really (laughs) i will always love you for exactly who you are holds up the ring box and there's a pounding on mary's door and it's the yellow-eyed demon in samuel's body and he yanks open the door She's like, Dad? And John's like, Sir, listen! <laughs> he drags her out of the car. And she's there like, There was no tomfoolery happening in here. <laughs> Sir. No, uh, Mary's like, Oh, Dad, you're hurting me. And, he and dr- he's he, dragging her away. He tells John to stay away. And John comes up to him and tries to pull away, like, pull them apart. He's like, and he's hey, like, take, take it, it easy. easy. And the other white demon snaps John's neck. And Mary, confused, catches him. confused and in shock, cradles his body. And the demon's eyes go yellow. She looks up at him and she's like, you killed him. And he kind of squats down next to her and he's like, oh, not just John. Mommy and daddy, too. And he unzips his jacket and reveals the gut wound. He says, you're a little orphan Mary now. And uh, she's like, you son of a bitch. And he's like, sticks and stones. Like, but it won't break my bones. But it won't. A <laughs> so much quicker. <laughs> it's like, but it won't bring your family back. And she's like, determined. Like, I, she's like, I'll kill you. I swear to God. And uh, then he kind of sat, he like settles in mm-hmm. and like and where he's sitting and he's like, we both have said some things we'll re- we regret. <laughs> Let's kiss and make up. It's gross. Uh, he's like, tell you what, like we'll get lover boy back and breathing. She's like, my parents too. He's like, nope, sorry, doll, not on the table. Uh, he's like, you could be done with hunting, get the white fence, station wagon, kids, no more monsters or fear. She's like, yeah, but for my soul. He's like, oh, no, no. I don't know. I don't want your soul. I just need permission. She's like, for what? In 10 years, I need to swing by your house. She's like, for what? Grab a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Show up like Bernard with a pita. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, to relax. As long as I'm not interrupted, nobody gets hurt. I promise. He's like, or you can spend the rest of your life desperate and alone. It's like, Mary, it's a good deal. So what do you say? Dean pulls up in his stolen car as fast as he can. The headlights illuminate the yellow-eyed demon kissing Mary. It's... And he's like, no! And he raises the colt. I hate incest! <laughs> no! He jumps out with the colt, and the yellow-eyed demon smokes out, leaving Samuel's body on the ground next to John's. Mary is crying, Dean defeated. John wakes up. She's like, <gasps> And she holds him. And Dean is watching this devastated. I really, really wanted John to turn around and see Dean. (laughs) You followed us here? (laughs) What are you doing here? John hasn't seen Dean since the car dealership. Yeah. But he's been there. (laughs) He's been watching. He's been hanging out with your girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then there's the sound of flapping wings and a hand appears on Dean's shoulder. Dean startles and turns to see Castiel. And he's looking at him like, yeah, this is terrible, isn't it? And, Dean and just, is, Dean's looking at him like, oh, oh my god, what the fuck? He's looking at Dean like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like... And Dean is grieving, but there's like a relief to see Castiel there, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a... Are you taking me out of this so I don't have to watch anymore? Or like... Maybe. I don't know. There, yeah. There's a... There's a, there's, there's a comfort there, to yes. him being there. Yeah. Almost and, like knowing... It technically is real, but that there's another reality for him to go back to. Right, or like the the comfort of Cat. not like a friend, but you know, yeah, like kind some, of yeah, someone, someone, who, someone who knows and understands, right? And is sorry. Yep. Mary turns to see them both gone, and 
John sees Samuel's body, but Mary just holds him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see John, but John like kind of tightens his grip on Mary. And I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Just like, oh my God, your dad's dead. Like, or, did you think that she killed him? Yeah. Or was it, did, did he remember having his neck snapped? I, we, we don't know. And then he wakes up and Samuel's dead. We don't know what he remembers. Yeah. So, but he's got something in his eyes when he's like holding Mary. I, yeah, I don't know if what he remembers is Samuel was dragging Mary away. He got knocked, he tried to stop it, got knocked out. Woke up and. Woke up and Samuel's dead and Mary's crying. And he's. Glad he didn't see Dean there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Would have been very confusing. (laughs) Back at the motel in the present day, Dean wakes. Breathing heavily. Sits up, and Castiel is there. And Dean's like, I couldn't stop it. She still made the deal. Uh, she still died in the nursery, didn't she? And <laughs> Cass is like, don't be too hard on yourself. You couldn't have stopped it. But, but I mean, he's very serious. He's yeah. not He's not glib. No, but, but it's, it's, still, it's like, still like, you told me to stop it. <laughs> but you fucking told me. That was the only thing I had to do was stop it, and that I could. And he's like... Uh, Dean's like, what? And <laughs> Castiel says, like, destiny can't be changed. All roads lead to the same destination. It's like, then why send me back? Uh, he says, for the truth. Now you know everything that we know. And Cass- you just told him? <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's like, you need to experience this. Um, Castiel points to um, the made bed next to Dean. And Dean's like, he, he follows Castiel's gaze. And he's like, where's Sam? We, we oh, know- we know what Azazel did to Sam. Um, but we don't know is why he he went to great lengths to cover up his end game. Yeah, and then and then Dean repeats like, "Where's Sam?" And Castiel says, "Four twenty five Waterman." And Dean, Dean starts to get ready to go. His expression is hard as he walks past Castiel to leave. Castiel says, "Your brother is headed down a dangerous road, Dean, and we're not sure where it leads." And Dean is preparing his guns, and Castiel says, "So stop it." And he he's not looking at Dean until this moment, and then he turns. He tells him to stop it, or we will. There's a long moment of eye contact uh, with Castiel over Dean's shoulder. There's an implication there. Mm-hmm. And we hold on that out to black. And it goes to a to, to be, be continued. continued. Like, is this supposed to be a part one and two, or is this just what they do now at the end you of know, an episode? I think this is another nod to Back to the Future, because that's how Back to the Future ended. Oh, okay. So, what did we think of our time travel episode. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yes, I, I think this was a surprisingly good use of time travel. It was. I it was a like, weird placement for the episode, but I think like the weird uh, weird sexual father. Yeah. The weird sexual father incest thing. I did not like. It. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Like it gave me like a gross guttural feeling when we saw him kissing her. Yeah, yep. it that made was me not good. To throw up. Yeah. Weird amount of incest in this episode. And, like, there is a weird amount of incest kind of in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's mostly just him trying to get his parents to stay together. Yes. Yes. But... And his mom is like, but I'm kind of into you. He's like, no! Don't... Ah, no. Stop that! You <laughs> <laughs> stop that right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Put that down. Put that down. <laughs> Who are you? That might work. I promise. <laughs> so help me. So help me. I cut. <laughs> yeah, did not like the incest in this episode. Yeah, no. I think the actor... I don't like incest in general. <laughs> in this episode or in general. No, um, I think the actor did a great job with those two roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I played the father, Aunt Samuel, and uh, Yellow Eyed Demon. Um, so Mitch Pilecki, uh, who was Skinner in X-Files, um, honorable mention for him as, uh, as a guest star here. Great job as Patriarch. 
um, of the family, Samuel Campbell. Really, I think he did a great job in that role. Mm-hmm. And also honorable mentions to young John and Mary. Yes, they were great. They were good. Are they the same actors that are in the TV show? Or? No, different John and Mary in the TV show. I believe they do come back as young John and Mary. Oh, in like flashbacks or something? In or flashbacks like... or maybe another time travel episode. Who knows? <laughs> Dean, Dean's like, s- s- hey, and he's like, what? You, is that you again? I remember you from years ago. And similarly, uh, Samuel Campbell, we will see him again. Okay. Similarly, in flashback or time travel or something, as I don't remember. As the granddad or no? As the grandfather, okay. yeah. Not for a little while yet. Yeah. I I I remember this episode. Yeah. I knew this is this is the episode. Still wild to me. Like it's a good time travel episode. Yeah. It's not. It's not stupid, wacky nonsense. No. It's a good use of time travel. Still wild <laughs> to put it at the third episode of the season. That it's the third episode of the fourth season. I was talking to my friend, and he, I was like, he was like, where are you in the show right now? And I was like, season four, episode three. He's like, ah, time travel. <laughs> like, yeah, I, know. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> like, that's a choice. Yep. That's a Somebody choice. You made that decision and followed through. <laughs> um, like, I think I said, I was asking, I asked mom, like, so, like, when is a good, uh, when is an appropriate time? for a show to explore time travel. And Mom was like, at least two-thirds of the way through the show. Which, if we're looking at the five-season, like, seasons one through five as its own chunk... This is or roughly the expectation that like the, or like the that they might get that many seasons, but they're right. not sure how long the show is going to go on. If they're planning for if if their story if that's as far as their story goes, yeah. at the end of season five, they're looking at this as like okay, see, five seasons is a reasonable length for a TV show. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're approaching, we're we're right about two thirds, two thirds yeah. of the way through the show, right? Or approaching it. Yep. So like okay. I still think the third episode of the fourth season is maybe a little wild. A little weird after just introducing all this amazing, like, all, all this plot stuff that Castiel was like, hey, by the way, apocalypse is coming. Right, but at the same time, like, this is not a wacky time travel episode. This no. is plot heavy. Yeah. This is, here's a whole bunch of important plot stuff that you need to know. Yeah. Coming up. And like, hey, we showed you this whole traumatic situation so that you know everything we know, so that you know the backstory, because Dean didn't know sam hasn't told him about the whole like trip, no, trip with the trip the with azazel and seeing the blood and knowing that mary knew who azazel was they haven't talked about that yeah so now dean knows he doesn't know that sam knows but now sam doesn't know that mary's on mary was under right so, so are they going to talk to each other about anything do they ever talk they to don't ever talk no. to each other about anything so <laughs> so now this that's the information that dean has and as far as he knows sam hasn't had anything to do with his demon stuff since the L.I. demon died mm-hmm. sam didn't sh- hasn't shared any of that with dean Hasn't shared Ruby, Ruby, or the or knowing the yellow eyed demon did that to him. So now we've got we're keeping information from each other. We're just not sharing. Damn. Cycles of the boys lying to each other. By it's mission. just it just <laughs> escalates from here. I don't like how TV shows do that. I know. So I know. Much. Just talk to each other. Because like, but then the you, miscommunication but then or non communication, you wouldn't have yeah. drama. <laughs> if everyone just talked, you wouldn't have drama. Because they're like, oh, I don't want to create a problem if I talk to them about it, so I'm just going to keep it to myself. And then they find out about it. They're like, why didn't you tell me? It's like, oh, I don't want to ruin stuff. Like, but you ruined it. Why not yeah. tell me? There is another... So Cass says that, you know, the purpose of this trip was to show Dean all of this information. But he starts this, like, Dean's, like, like, so upset that he couldn't stop it. And Cass tells him not to feel so bad. There's no way he could have. And very firmly... 
you cannot change destiny. Which Dean hates so, the idea well, of destiny. Yeah, so there's the control. Yeah, so there's a subtle lesson being taught here as well. Yeah. So very subtly, the angels are teaching Dean a lesson that he can't change destiny. You can't save everyone. You can't save everyone. You can't control your Except fate. what's going to happen. Yeah. Similar to a mystery spot lesson. Very similar. Where it's like, you can't save your brother. He's going to die. Accept it. <laughs> Accept There's it. nothing you can do. He is destined to die, right? This is just the way the story goes. It's just the way it Ex- Accept it. Something will don't, never don't, change. <laughs> don't feel so bad. You couldn't have stopped it. There's nothing you can do to change destiny, right? Accept your fate. So there, there's that subtle lesson there. Mm-hmm. In addition to, hey, Sam is dangerous and mm-hmm. is in danger. And we know what shit he's up to that you don't. So go find him. You'll learn what he's up to. And you'll know why we need to stop it. Or why, why we're nervous for him mm-hmm. to continue down the road he's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we're going to stop him if you don't. Yeah. We're giving you this opportunity to stop him. Yeah. It's like, we know he's like what mm-hmm. he's doing. Uh, we don't like it. We we know what he's doing. We don't like it. And we are giving you the opportunity to stop him. But if you can't. We're going to. We're going to. We'll exterminate him. So this was big kind of plot heavy episode. The period piece stuff was kind of fun, but very subtle. Mm-hmm. It, they pretty much just relied on classic cars and vaguely 70s looks. Most of the looks were 2000s thrift store looks. Like, they yeah. weren't, it wasn't like full production value 70s thing. So there were some like set pieces that felt 70s. You know, the used car dealership, mm-hmm. the diner. The diner. But even like those things, they were like, it didn't feel like period piece. It wasn't like immersive. Right. Um, in the time. And because they use classic cars so much, it didn't really feel all that out of place. So I, th- I think it was like a little bit light on the flavor. Yeah. I think they did a did a fine job with the budget they probably had. <laughs> yep. um, and the story was there. And the story was there. Yeah. I think well done with the very plot-heavy delivery. Very cute. Back to the Future turning at the diner thing. That, yep. Um, Those little visual references that they made. And... Um, I thought the casting was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The... Young John kind of reminded me of Rami Malek just a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked this episode. I thought this yeah. was a pretty good one. Stalker Dean. Horrible <laughs> mention to Stalker Dean. Horrible <laughs> mention to Stalker Dean. Staring at them through the, through the window. window of the diner. You're like, we know you're better than this. We, we know, know you're better at this. We know you're better at stakeouts. We know you are. Oh, except, for the, except for the one time they were just, like, in a van, like, across the street from a ha- family having dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and the open they, windows. They've done that, like, multiple times, though. Maybe they're just so stealthy that it's, like, they can do it that obviously, but they know how to... there was one time that they got caught. Yeah. And the people were like, oh, it was, that was Sam. He got caught staking out... Meg. Meg. When, Meg. when the woman was like, you pervert! Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I'm not... You don't yeah, understand. Yeah, she's I'm a sure. demon! <laughs> <laughs> The honorable mention to Stalker Dean, who's being very bad at his job. But yeah, anything else you want to say? No. So we've had, this this was the third episode, we've had three episodes of plot. Had pretty plot-heavy stuff. Is this a filler? We're going to be getting a couple filler episodes now. Okay. Beach episode? No beach episode. More Monster of the Week. Okay. Okay. So join us next time for uh, season four, episode four, Metamorphosis. Hmm. Sam and Dean find that a family man is turning into a flesh-eating monster, and they argue about killing him. Was this the one that you were excited about, or was this past one the one you were excited about? No, this upcoming one, episode four, there is an actor who I know 
from doing a voice in a video game. Okay. Bridget, you... Is it the... Um, he was like, I don't care who the IRS sends, I am not paying taxes. Oh, <laughs> that's... That nope. <laughs> we don't see him until like season ten. <laughs> um, he that that's from a cartoon, not yeah. a video game. That uh, actor we will see in Supernatural, but not till later. Uh, and their big like cringe villain. Mm. Like I mean, he's a good villain, but like Is it Lucifer. It's not. We're Lucifer. not guessing it's, things. We're not are. guessing things. It's not Lucifer. <laughs> no. So this uh, Bridget, you might recognize his voice when you hear him. Okay. I doubt Patricia, you would. What game um, is he? I'm not gonna tell you. Well, not right now. Can you? Uh, yes, when we do the, when we talk about the episode, I'll tell you. But I'm not gonna tell you right now. But I am excited. I remember vaguely what happens. In this episode, mostly excited to hear his voice. <laughs> nice. Just to see see if it's if it's uh, similar. It's Matt Mercer. <laughs> it's not Matt Mercer. I mean, it's, I th- I, I, from what I recall, this is a filler episode. It's a Monster of the Week episode. I don't really remember much about it, the quality beyond that. I am excited for this one actor. The story of the guy that goes to bed and then he turns into a bug. Oh yeah, yeah. That that is, is uh, that Kafka Man- Metamorphosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never read it, but I know the, the drawing. There, there, they, there may be references here. Okay. Because um, there's the drawing of the bug on its back, and it's mm-hmm. in bed. It's yeah. this giant beetle. I don't know much about that story. Like, I haven't read that story. Mm-hmm. I remember it was the episode of Arthur when when Brain gets turned into right. a bug. Because they're like, you're a pest. Yes. They, yes, they were referencing uh, Kafka there. Yeah. And there's a brief mention in M.A.S.H. there Because uh, Klinger is always trying to act crazy to get out mm-hmm. of the army. He's being told no again. And there's like a list of, you know, people, you know, who, who are much crazier than Klinger who, you know, attempted shenanigans. And there's uh, one one person claimed he was a cockroach and crawled around, uh, when, like, crawled around the baseboards. <laughs> and Haw- <laughs> Hawkeye goes, that was uh, Sergeant Kafka, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little, little thing. But, but anything else? No, no. Beyond that? All right. So then join us next time for Season 4, Episode 4. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I have been a host, Patricia. And I have been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at 3 Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing 3 pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.